0: Dr. Judith Edwards, welcome to Perfect Health on Elastic FM with Elaine Godley. Lovely to uh, connect with you at long last. Thank you, Elaine. It's lovely to be on the
1: programme and I look forward to talking about cancer surviving with you.
0: Thank you. There's, there's actually quite a lot to talk about, not just CAN surviving. That's true. Um, as soon as you mentioned that first, um, cancer surviving, for listeners' uh, benefit, is a, a, a wonderful research and um, resource website that you've created so it's cansurviving.com mm-hmm. and uh, tell us tell us why you created this Judith
1: okay well 6 years ago or just over 6 years i was diagnosed with breast cancer and uh, i decided to have the mastectomy which i did but i decided not to go down the chemo radiotherapy route and my role model who now uh, is actually nearly 10 years after being told that he had terminal cancer and to die, and make his will, um, decided to research um, himself. And he said, I was very lucky, but they said they couldn't do anything for me. And so he and his wife did a huge amount for me, and I just thought, it's a pity to lose this. So I started this site, it was very small, it's grown and grown. I've just looked at the stats today and we've had 72,000 hits this month.
0: Wow, that
1: is tremendous. Yeah. So um, tell tell us what's on the site. Okay, all right, and I'd just like to say it's accessed now in 48 countries, which is amazing. And if people go on the site at the top, there's the, the logo, which is, oh, you probably can't see this, which is which is a which is a boat um, with a compass, and it's the idea that we're kind of all in this boat once we've been given a cancer diagnosis, and how do you manage it? So um, the there's f- different forums, and I think it's quite um, special in that actually it talks about the body and recipes and 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 um, naturopathy and acupuncture and homeopathy. It also thinks about the mind, and there's. Um, a review section with a library section with relevant titles and reviews and it also talks about the mind and the spirit and it includes medication meditation practices and music and song and dancing and, and even laughter as medicine so this is all on on the one site there's also um, a forum which is for vegan friendly restaurants around the world which is growing there's also Creativity post-diagnosis, because actually after diagnosis, a lot of people find that it unlocks something inside them and they start to do something creative that they didn't know they they had inside them. There's meet to the team. I've now got seven people on the team, which I think is great. There's my communications manager, Rosie. There's Lorraine, who's a publicity manager. Andrew, who's the ideas man. And now we've been joined by Charles in Spain, who's going to um, at least translate the bit at the beginning into Spanish, and Tanya in the Ukraine and Russia. And we also have Patricia, who is our Scotland representative. So that's the team. And then after that, there's a personal stories forum. Now, I know I'm a psychoanalytic psychotherapist, but I sort of, I thought, well I don't know if I want to have personal stories on this and then people started sending them and I thought okay we really need to do that and so under the personal stories forum it says if you think it might help others to know what you've been going through and lots of people have 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 actually um, posted their stories then um, there's a very important one called let it be which is about depression because heavens you're bound to get depressed if you've had a cancer diagnosis no one can laugh and dance through it all you need time to get to that point and then there's another terribly important one called will you or won't you and and the, the tagline for that is at the end of the day because we're all going to die for goodness sake whatever we die of it's it's you know the fact that we've been born means that we are actually going to going to leave the planet and the last thing is how you can help so, and people have accessed that a lot to see what they can do. And when people like you um, activate um, and become members, we actually send them um, a link saying, you know, please pass it on. And actually this has happened and this is why we're now at the point of, uh, we've got 740 members. Although the, the site is free, you can go on it, you don't have to become a member. Um, so you can look at everything. And we hope, in fact, it was my communications manager that told me this, research says that um, if people don't find, they click, and if they don't find what they're looking for in the first 10 seconds, they go somewhere else. But actually, what we say is, please click and then browse and come back. You know, you can't get it all in, 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 in one minute. This is something that kind of builds up over time, as I found. And you know, and time is very important because time, it's a cliche, but it's also true that time is a hugely important factor. You could say time is a healer. It's certainly one of the healers. And as you come out of that trauma, uh, you find that you can do more to help yourself. And in fact, I've done, I've published several talks online. And one of them says, if I can find it Uh, it talks about um, the fact that when I had this diagnosis I had this dream and I dreamt I think one as a psychotherapist I would think a lot about dreams and I had this dream about driving I was in the driving seat driving with my husband and um, just um, not being able to see where we were going we were in a dark cloud but it did get lighter. And I thought, okay, what's going to happen? Uh, And actually, um, now I can't find the bit. Uh, But anyway, I was very struck by something Murakami said in his novel Kafka on the Shore about, when you drive in the storm, you don't know what's going on. You have to weather it. You do come out the other end. And he says, safe to say, when the storm is over, you never know if it is over, um, but you won't be the same person that went in.
0: I think that's such a such a true statement, Judith. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I don't know anybody who uh, who has been through the cancer journey who hasn't said exactly that. You come out far far better uh, person um, in so many different ways that you would never have imagined. Um, I, I, I call you know I, I call my life before you know, BC before cancer and after cancer, mm-hmm. and um, it is it is striking some of the differences. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think
1: again, Elaine, I think it's something that happens over time at first. I mean, I was completely struck down and thought, gosh, you know, I'm going to die any minute and I needed a coat, um, relining, and it was going to cost 75 pounds. And I said to my husband, well, maybe it's not worth doing this if I'm going to die soon well, <laughs> That was six years ago. Uh, and, and I think one becomes more and more able to kind of manage. And what what I say, what we say on the site under, how can I start? Is, um, if you're confused just start here do a bit do what you can and I do start by saying um, if you can manage a green juice every day and here's the green juice cheers uh, then that's a start and you can add other things and don't kind of get worried or think I'm not doing it right because you're doing it for you and you'll find a lot of people in your family and your friends who might think My goodness, no, this is the wrong way to go. And you have to actually find a tribe of people who aren't naysayers who say, okay, you know, why don't you try it? And um, I found that that's pretty good, really. I mean, who knows? And if eventually cancer um, catches up with you, you know, we all have to die somehow. And you think, well, I did my best. And I think it's tremendously important to think that you've done your best to, to walk your own walk. Other people can walk alongside you, but you do walk your own walk and you make your own choices. Um, and and uh, that's tremendously important. It's not the same for everybody. The cancer isn't the same. People's personal history, and I would say that as a psychotherapist, we've got kind of internal core beliefs, which are to do with what happened when we were very little, uh, which we really have to look at. So there's Lots of things really to um, think about. It's not just a one click and on to the next thing.
0: That's, you've, you've raised lots of interesting points there, Judith. And um, you mentioned about uh, tribe and naysayers. Um, with the people that I mentor through cancer, and um, yes. again and again and again, um, they're coming across problems with the medics who are telling them that they're going to die. But also their families, who are tr- families and friends, who are very well-meaning, but are afraid that they're going to lose their friend or family member, and they're pushing them towards doing what the doctor says. Well, we we know from our personal experience that we that the doctors don't necessarily know what's best for us. They they try one size fits all, and every cancer is different. Every personality is different, and uh, our values and beliefs, are of course, are, are different. Um, but, a, but a strong, strong factor that I've come across in, in those I mentor is that if they don't have the internal belief system that they will recover, they will struggle big time, they will struggle. And those who um, are resilient, for, for, you know, th- that seems to be the buzzword these days, uh, resilient and authentic and sort of stand their ground, they, they do far better than those who, who are kind of led by the nose and, and run by fear. So they, they, There's so many aspects to it, aren't there? Absolutely. And I think that's
1: fascinating that you say that, Le- Elaine. I went to a book launch a few years ago and I met a, a colleague who I knew had also had breast cancer. And she looked at my hair and she said, oh, you didn't lose your hair through chemo. And I said, actually, I didn't have chemo. And she said, well, I did because my family wanted me to. Yes, And I think, you know, people do this because they're very well-meaning family and friends. But you do have to find a tribe who who kind of... That you can kind of relate to and you might have to kind of think about quite new people in your life which again is what the can surviving site is about um that actually you do need to find a tribe that thinks like you do or thinks roughly like you do in order to carry on because if you have too many people um just kind of say no this is all wrong you can't do this then um you find yourself well capitulating and also kind of having a sort of I think it's like a death wish, actually, instead of a life wish. Wish <laughs> and can surviving is not only about surviving; it's about thriving, and it's about giving back. And on the on the um, forum, which is how can I start? There's a radio program that I did a few years ago, where I talk about different things that you can do uh, when you when you get your diagnosis, in order to actually feel that you can thrive. And so you're not you're not dying of cancer. You're living with the diagnosis, and you're actually doing your best around that.
0: Absolutely, that's really that's really a, a good point. And um, it's said that there are more people who earn a living from cancer than actually die from it.
1: Absolutely. And I, you know, this is the interesting thing that cancer surviving is a free site. And I know there are people that actually, um, you know, have created a revenue stream through their adversity. I just, just decided not to do that and, and to give this back to other people because I felt so helped by my friends. And I thought, actually, this is too good to lose. And clearly, uh, you know, getting over 70,000 hits in a month, um, that wasn't a bad idea.
0: <laughs> that's, that's absolutely brilliant. I've, I've come to this same conclusion. I just, I just can't bring myself to, to charge people. I do a lot of mentoring and oh. I take calls for, for a charity called Yes to Life. And oh yes,
1: indeed. I know. Yes to very much yeah. so. I went to their conference, their last conference, and wrote a review of it too. Which is oh, all awesome. right.
0: I, I, we were in the same room at the same time. Then obviously, yeah, uh, not not knowing, not knowing oh. that we were we were both there. Uh, oh. um, but yeah, there's an awful lot of, of good out there, and, and and finding the right tribe, or or if you can't find a tribe, create your own tribe. Indeed. Um, my my um Facebook group. I've got three thousand people on a Facebook group called Perfect really? Health, which which oh. you comment on and um, from time to time so it's it's about creating something if you can't find something yourself um yeah. but let, let, let's let let's um let's let's go back a bit now so cancer surviving is an absolutely fantastic site and um i i i do refer people to it
1: thank
0: you i just need to get my head around it a bit more i hadn't realized it was so so full on so i need to i need to learn a bit more about it myself as well yes, i'm just going to
1: have a drink because i've got a slight frog in my throat so cheers <laughs>
0: cheers for your green juice marvelous so um you you are a, a um child and adolescent psychotherapist, and psychoanalyst yes. what is the difference between those two oh well that's that that is a question which
1: would take us a long time to answer um it's a different training um but actually at the, the foundation of it is is that we are hopefully um treating children, adolescents and adults who are not happy basically and actually trying as Freud said to, um, to, to make neurosis um, change into ordinary unhappiness that everybody's unhappy about something and we, this is why we have the depression site uh and somebody i know his wife made him a cake for his birthday called happy depression because you do have to live with it you know uh, and you can't you can't magic it away but actually if you try not to be it but think okay this is just passing um i think that's that's something that happens and this is what child and adolescent psychotherapists do and this is what adult analysts do and adult therapists
0: does that make it Clear. it does yes absolutely i like what you just said there and um, it's about acknowledging the feeling of depression or, exactly. or emotion of depression but not actually being it yes so they're, they're... It's,
1: it's tremendously important if you're working with people that actually you do sit with whatever rather than saying oh cheer up it'll be all right you can be resilient because then actually that contributes to a core belief that no one can manage this that actually you need to sit with people and it's it's kind of hard difficult work uh, because you do have to kind of receive their feelings and think about them rather than brush them off and say well let's think about this in a different way and it's the same with the cancer i think that you know you are going to have days when you feel pretty awful and pretty down Uh, and but actually through investigating alternatives and creating your own medical team you can slowly change and change is something that we all find really hard uh and um it's terribly important to be able to kind of uh struggle with it on the difficult days and on other days you just feel more optimistic and i think that's kind of called life
0: i think that is absolutely i think today we we, we you know the, the generic we the royal we tend to overanalyze things and over uh, have 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 expectations that are are really unrealistic and put so many pressures on ourselves so in effect we kind of a lot of people who are who are vulnerable types we're actually you know we're actually causing our own depression unwittingly indeed indeed and i think it's tremendous but sometimes people do have to go back and look at their
1: childhood in order to think what they took on which wasn't theirs you know that actually got projected into them and then they can move forward and say okay this wasn't me I can now think about my real self and who it, who
0: I am absolutely so you also do a lot of writing Judith tell us about your books okay well over the years
1: I think part of it's been a compensation for not doing clinical work I so miss it but the the, the best thing when you're not doing clinical work, is to supervise people because you are still in the room with the patient. As it were, well. we use the medical model and call them patients, you could call them clients. Uh, apart from that, I've I've done a lot of writing um, of chapters international in other people's books. I also wrote a book called Being Alive about a colleague um, and, and collected all these, these chapters from around the world about people who use her work as a template for their own. Um, I've also wrote this memoir pieces of Molly which took 10 years and um, I was very scared about publishing it because it wasn't it was getting out of my tribe, the academic tribe and, 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 and but actually it, it did terribly well so that was good and it was published by Karnak um, and um, it's now on on the web again because Karnak has now closed down um, so hopefully people can get that and you know so, somebody said, she said, I've been caring for my husband for years. And she said, I'm a songwriter and I wrote your, read your book and I've written my first song in all these years. I mean, so you just think, wow, if you can do that for one or two people, that's that's great. And then um, my selected papers was published were published in the World Mental Health Series, of Routledge, last year, which is, well, I don't know, I've got a copy of it somewhere. And then I now... Um, putting a book together also to be published by Routledge at the end of next year, which is called Psychoanalysis and Other Matters. Where Are We Now? And Where Are We Now is a Bowie song. And I used to love, I still do, Bowie. Uh, And there are 14 chapters in that. And there are analysts and therapists um, from around the world. Um, I've got um, also people, sculptors and filmmakers, so that one can think about how there is a connection between all these things. And it's, I think it's um, quite important not to put psychoanalysis in some special place looking down on everyone. It's a number of things which come together and you can see them from a number of different vertices. And it was um, John Donne, the Renaissance poet who said, truth sits on a high crag. And if you want to approach her, I don't know her, interestingly, you about must and about must go. That actually it is about seeing things from a number of perspectives and my dear husband found me this quote by someone called Francis Picabia who is a, a Dada person saying our heads around so we can change our ideas and I think that's really quite interesting not to think they're kind of fixed yes to get out of your box talking of which somebody somebody called JP Callio wrote us a song on can surviving uh, called take a look outside the box which is a really interesting one to look at as well but it's We can get imprisoned in our own in our own ways of thinking. and It's important to be able to be um, More open and flexible
0: Indeed and you mentioned um, earlier on and and just then about to the creativity and looking at things in, in a different way so yes. so um in terms of when you have a cancer diagnosis or or indeed any other serious health diagnosis and why why do you think it's important to to kind of get the creative juices going do do you think there's anything that we need to do to help get them going or do you think it's something that happens naturally
1: i that's a really good question elaine i think if you kind of um have the idea that it might happen i think it also happens naturally uh I, i don't think you can kind of force it and say i must be creative but that actually, if you you do have to sit with the depression and the trauma for a bit, you do. And then out of that, you know, as Murakami said, you come out of the storm and you won't be the same person. And you might find ways to express that. I mean, there are people on that Creativity After Diagnosis um, uh, forum, you know, there are famous people like Eve Ensler who wrote The Vagina monologues but there's also kind of quite ordinary people who found that they found a way of expressing themselves which they never knew they had inside them i didn't know actually that i would you know i was writing and i was working clinically i didn't know that this sight was going to happen that was just something that kind of came out of my adversity um so i think it's about letting it happen really not thinking i've got to do something
0: it, it actually happened to me as well because um, I, I was running. Uh, in, I've had four cancers now, but in one, one of one of my diagnoses, I, I was running a um, or during one of my diagnoses, I, I was running a, a, a women's business group.
1: So
0: uh-huh. uh, one of my dear friends and, and members um, is an art tutor. Uh-huh. I asked, invited her to do a, a demonstration for the group, and um, I was watching her paint, and I thought makes it look easy. I think I could do that. She's professional. So I'm you know, it looks easy because she makes it look easy. So, um, I, I said, her, I think I might like to learn to paint anyway. Um, I haven't painted for three years now and I've literally just got my, I have a she shed. I have a cabin in my garden. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've just got my painting stuff out again. Anyway, I, I, so I'm going back now, I don't know, three years, something like that, four years, maybe, And maybe anyway, well, whatever it is, um, and I've painted thirteen acrylic paintings. I've got canvases. My daughter's stairway is adorned with the canvases. I even sold one for charity. Oh, and bless you! I can, I can, I can paint, and I paint landscapes. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't quite know what happened to me. That the creative side of me sort of yeah. came out somehow, and um, guided by my friend, and and I, I did these thirteen paintings, and uh, as I say, one one even sold for charity. So uh, who who knows? Um, what we're capable of until until we find ourselves in circumstances where the creativity just just flows. Absolutely, Absolutely. it
1: was the 19th century philosopher Nietzsche who said, "What doesn't kill you strengthens you." Yes, I,
0: indeed. I that's tremendously important to to think yeah. about. There, there's, there's a song that I love to play every now and then, which is um, uh, Kelly Kelly Clarkson "Stronger." Mm-hmm. And, um, you know what, what 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 makes you stronger? And there's there's a it's on YouTube, and there's yeah. um, a lady having chemotherapy and dancing around with her drips and whatnot Um, and it's it's absolutely fabulous yeah what doesn't kill you makes you stronger absolutely true
1: and there's this other quote which i keep up by my desk which is by schopenhauer another philosopher 19th century and he said all truth passes through three stages first it's ridiculed well we know about that yes second it's violently opposed third it's accepted as being self-evident, yes. and actually, people are realizing more that you know, um, chemo is chemo is a poison, <laughs> and that actually, mm-hmm. curing yourself with fruits and vegetables and vitamins is is not a bad way to go.
0: I actually carry a letter around with me. In fact, um, I'm shortly going to have my my six-month checkup, and um, huh. in which I'll get my 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 next letter. Huh. Um, that I can carry around because the previous one that's now six months old is, is, is completely in tatters. Mm. I carry this letter around with me because um, every now and then I will have people accuse me of being a fake. How can you yeah. have had stage four cancer? What do you yeah. mean you were given a year to live? You look absolutely fine. And people, people get really quite horrible um, mm. and vile. So I carry my letter to show, you know, well, here's my diagnosis, you know, and and I'm just living proof that things can be turned around but people some people just don't believe it they don't want to believe it
1: exactly and I think I think the internet for all that it's wonderful like you and I are talking and and it's very but that the internet can be a nasty place as well can't it and there are all sorts of people who who want to vent nasty feelings and one can be the recipient of those and I think it's very important to think actually it's something to do with that person rather than you that they want to
0: absolutely to,
1: you know um come out with all this well bile i might call it you know yes yeah by themselves which Indeed. is
0: unfair. i think they're known as keyboard warriors who who hide behind the keyboard and they wouldn't dare say these things that they type um to to your face but anyway there we go um, <laughs> <laughs> We 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 mix with nicer tribes so um your your own health now judith and um, you're saying six years ago so you you're you're through through the woods you you had some yeah. surgery um and then you've dealt with the rest of it um with using your mind and your your diet and and also i i have
1: body maintenance with an acupuncturist um every fortnight because i think well hey why not you know we maintain our cars why don't we maintain our bodies and that's yeah. that's tremendously interesting and i understand you go for checkups I don't I I, I don't I mean you know when we went you know I had my surgery at a very famous London hospital and every time me and my husband came out we were completely wiped out because there is something about the negative vibe in in hospitals and so I decided I wouldn't do it and and my
0: role model he's never been back for a checkup I'm going um where am I now I'm three and a half years post my my biggie and um, and um so i've only got a couple more checkups after this i'm going to continue because um i want that letter i want i want to have that letter every six months proving and once i've got through that you know i'll i'll be i'll be on the statistic of the you know national health successes but um obviously i shan't be shan't be having any more more checks but um i've actually trained my team so i don't have the negativity i don't have the um uh you know the poor me and and why haven't you done what we told you to do and i I don't have that i've 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 literally trained my team which is why um i actually live in most of the time in nottingham now but um i was under john radcliffe in oxford and then great western at swindon so i and i also live in wiltshire so i go back was between nottingham and wiltshire so um I I still go to Wiltshire, even though I live in Nottingham for my checks, because okay. um, I I go in and I ask the doctor how she is, you know, and I talk. We talk about children and grandchildren, oh, yeah. and um, I teach her about turmeric tea and all sorts of you know weird things right. I do. <laughs> So it, it it amuses me to keep going, and uh, as I say, I get that letter every six months that that that, that proves you know everything is okay, and, and that I do actually have these diagnoses. So, uh, like like the internet, um, I use it to 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 feed me, to to help me rather than to to be you know negative.
1: It's interesting <laughs> what you say about feeding, because one thing I'd like to say is that this kind of thing of battling with cancer we don't like those battle metaphors on on, on no it's the wrong language last night um a very a friend of mine who's very senior in the analytic movement she said have you heard the story she said of the two wolves fighting and the shaman told this story to his um his grandson and one of the wolves was a kind of really kind of nasty fellow with fangs and you know being and the other one was a kind of kind gentle one and the grandson said, well, which one's going to win? And the shaman said, the one you feed.
0: Yes, that's, that's so true. What you feed your mind with, how you, how you use your language in a positive way can, can help and hinder both yourself and other people, of course.
1: Of course, yes.
0: Marvellous. Okay, well, it's been absolutely splendid speaking with you, Judith. I'm sure we could talk for days on end, but I think we probably could. And I'm really grateful to have had the time with you. I really appreciated
1: it. Oh, clearly we're members of the
0: same tribe. We <laughs> are indeed. We are indeed. Um, let's just finish by talking about your songs. And yes, i invited to select two songs, and you've chosen "Let's Let's Dance" by uh, Mick Jagger and David Bowie, yeah. and "Thank You for the Days" by the Kinks. Yes. So. Um, Explain why you, you chose both of these songs, please. Okay.
1: Well, Let's Dance, I think dancing is tremendously important. And I sometimes put Let's Dance and other things on my, on my computer and dance around the room. I think that's tremendously important. It's, it's a lovely song. And I know David Bowie's no longer on the planet, but Mick Jagger is, and he's pretty amazing. And the other one, it links to something on the site, which is that um, somebody wrote a letter to the Guardian, I think it was saying, my cousin died six months ago and I didn't know about it. And I feel so sad because I would have liked to have gone to his funeral, but nobody told me. And so I had this idea of actually making an email, which can be sent to people once you do leave the planet. And so my, my nearest and dearest know that it's on my machine here. And it says, I have now left the planet. And, and the song on it is Thank You for the Days, because I think it, gratitude is tremendously important. And we do, do all have wonderful days, and there's a lot to be grateful for and thankful for.
0: There, there is. And, and, you know, like everything, there's light and there's dark, and we need to have the dark days to be grateful and thankful for the That's light that. days, don't we? Otherwise, how do we know the difference? Absolutely. Fabulous. Dr. Judith Edwards, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Thank you, Elaine. I've really enjoyed it and I really appreciate what you do. Thank you.